season two of Project Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain. How about some steps to ensure that you get what you want? Would you like those? Got four of them for you today. The four things you need to do to ensure that you can create distinction and achieve what you want in life. You know, part of the reason I talk about distinction, and I think it's so important, is that the things that we want are currently in the hands of someone else. In other words, if you're a salesperson, the money that you hope to receive in return for your products and services, it's in the hands of prospects and customers. You have to do something to be chosen, to be selected as the place where they will spend it. If you want to get a promotion in life, you have to be the one that is chosen instead of others to attain that higher position. If you want to go to the college of your choice, you have to do something that they select you instead of all of the other applicants for the university. So how do you get what you want? It is to put yourself in a position where you are the one that is selected. We have to be able to influence the selection process. And the way that we do that is by standing out from the others that are competing with us for that same degree of investment and attention. That's what this is all about. So we'll be talking about four things that you can do today to make that happen on today's Project Distinct, brought to you by our website called distinctionnation.com. If you'd like to download free workbooks, free ebooks, even a free 14-day audio program on what it takes to create personal distinction, all you need to do is join the nation. Go sign up at distinctionnation.com. It is absolutely free. Join the nation. We look forward to seeing you there. Okay, here's way number one. You got to make a decision, and it's about something that we often overlook. The decision is about the required amount of investment that you're willing to make. If you want to be more consistent in your performance, you've got to make investments. I'm not talking about financial investments, although you may decide to invest in tools or technology that improves your personal efficiency. What I mean is you're going to be required to invest time and effort and intellect and more. Depending on what you want and depending on your personal and professional preferences, you're going to have to decide about your investment level. What you may find to be an acceptable level of investment, I may decide is too demanding you got to be consistent over an extended period. And that only happens when you're investing at a level to which you're willing to commit. This past weekend, shocking decision by Andrew Luck to retire from my favorite team, the Indianapolis Colts, really came about because the required amount of investment became more than he was willing to commit. You're better off at a comfortable investment level for a longer period than you are trying to constantly maintain an uncomfortable effort even if it takes less time. Number one, decide about how much investment of yourself, of your time, effort, intellect, and talent, and more that you're willing to invest to get what you want. Second, develop a calendar. One uncomplicated method to enhance your consistency is to get a calendar and schedule your activities. For example, one area in which this activity has really helped me is I schedule when I'm going to record Project Distinct. We schedule our social media contacts. All we needed to do was to create a calendar that said, we'll do a Project Distinct every day, which means that Scott needs to record these podcasts in a way that we can have a new one most every day. Or another example is we want to post five original tweets daily as well as five retweets of items we find interesting. 
So we got the technology through Buffer and others that allows us to schedule the postings around the timing that we determine. We're able to constantly achieve our goals. Now, notice this synchronizes with the importance of making decisions about what you want. We're specific in what we want to accomplish, realistic in terms of how we're going to achieve it as a result, and we've written it down on the calendar. Third, select an accountability partner. This is a step where I cannot cite research behind the principle explaining why it works, but I can assure you it does. Just having somebody who requires that you report on your activities to him or her will help you maintain consistent performance. You'll find you'll hold yourself more accountable if someone's going to be asking you if you kept your word. So three suggestions for selecting an accountability partner are, number one, have specific predetermined times to touch base. If you both agree that you'll connect every Tuesday at 3 p.m., for example, it'll become a ritual that you'll both schedule and uphold. But if you're lackadaisical about your timing and contacting each other for some reason, you'll soon find you're inconsistent in those efforts. Second, challenge each other, but don't condemn. Your commitment to each other is to hold each other accountable and to reassure and challenge each other to achieve higher levels of consistency and performance. But it's not to overly criticize or condemn your accountability partner. Keep your comments uplifting and encouraging. You can help your partner do a better job if you give him or her in advance the insights that they might use to inspire you to higher levels. In other words, tell them ahead of time, this is what connects with me. This is what doesn't connect with me. Over the course of our accountability partnership, this will help elevate my performance. I'll give you an example. A financial service professional related to me that his accountability partner provided the challenge necessary to get him to agree that if he didn't make 25 prospecting calls, he would contribute $250 to Hillary Clinton's campaign. Now, the financial advisor said, I don't like her politics or policies, so that was motivation enough to move me to make all the calls. Third, be willing to give as well as receive. When you select an accountability partner, make certain that you've chosen someone that you can receive encouragement from and that you can provide it for them as well. There's a reciprocal nature to accountability. It doesn't flow in a single direction. You've got to be just as willing to hold someone accountable as you are willing to look for someone to keep you consistent in your performance. And fourth, create momentum. I'm a rabid sports fan. I can tell you that the expression, the big mo, has been around for ages. Play-by-play broadcasters, as long as I can remember, have loved describing what happens on the field or court when one team is able to change the momentum in a game from the opponents to themselves. This is for a critical reason. Having momentum evidently increases the likelihood of success. If it didn't, it would not be so important for the announcers to describe it or for the team to try to seize it. Now, sports analogies are frequently overused, but this is an area where it has very relevant application. Momentum is the force and power gained from movement. A train sitting still on the track doesn't affect a thing, but when it gets rolling, however, picking up speed and moving rapidly, gaining and growing in force and power, imagine the impact it has when it collides with another object. As you strive for achievement and greater consistency, you're going to find much the same thing. Building momentum is critical. If you have it, you'll find it easier to maintain consistency in customer relationships. Customers will tell their friends, do more business with you, and improve their engagement with you. As a result, your business grows. Guess what happens? Your momentum is enhanced even further. If you don't have momentum, it's difficult to initiate. 
trying to envision the concentrated effort it takes to get that train started and moving down the track. This isn't to imply that you haven't already been working hard. For many of us, a lack of consistency is not the result of a lack of effort, but of a lack of focus. So what we have to do is to focus on what we want to achieve. And then as we do that, to decide about the required amount of investment, to develop a calendar and schedule what we're going to be doing, to select an accountability partner to hold our feet to the fire and make sure that we do it, and to create momentum through the actions that we take and the progress that we make. When we do those things, we'll move closer to what we want in life and in our jobs and in our careers, in our organizations, and we move a heck of a lot closer to creating distinction. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. And as always, thanks for subscribing and sharing to the podcast. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow on the next new Project Distinct. You've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. To have Scott become your virtual coach and to discover more distinctive resources, Check out distinctionnation.com for free videos, posts, and more. To have Scott personally deliver his message at your next event, go to scottmccain.com. Please share today's message on social media and make sure to subscribe to Project Distinct on your favorite podcast app. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of Project Distinct. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.